Hey, good morning. It's August 8th. It is Wednesday. And I have a quote of the day from Sarah Teasdale. She is an American author whose birthday was August 8th, 1884. And she passed January 29th, 1933. And her quote is this. I make the most of all that comes and the least of all that goes. And that's your quote of the day. Here are your horoscopes for August 8th by Sally Brompton. Aquarius, if you've been thinking of traveling or in some other way expanding your horizons, now is the time to stop thinking and start doing. Venus in the most adventurous area of your chart will bring no end of opportunities to spread your wings and fly. Pisces, if a partnership of some sort survives the stresses and strains in the next 24 hours, that's a good sign, but if it falls apart, that's okay too. Sometimes you have to accept that even with the best will in the world, a relationship is not going to work. Aries, ask others for their permission before you do anything that will impact on them in some way. Don't assume that you know what is best for them or that you have a right to change things in their name. That's your ego talking, not common sense. Taurus, just because you have always done something a certain way in the past does not mean you have to do it the same way now. In fact, you are strongly advised to vary your approach over the next few days. Your methods have become a bit too predictable. Gemini, nothing will change in a physical sense today, but on an emotional level, you will undergo some sort of transformation. You will now look at the world not just with your eyes, but with your heart as well, and that will make a huge difference. Cancer, you need to be more honest with people, especially if you're the kind of cancer whose default position is keeping both your thoughts and your feelings to yourself. Don't be afraid to open up emotionally. You have so much to offer this world. Leo, if you've been holding back from saying something because you did not want to upset a friend or relative, then what happens today will leave you with no choice but to come right out with it. Chances are they won't care in the slightest. Virgo, your cash flow situation has begun to improve, but that is not an invitation to go on a spree. If others urge you to commit yourself to a potentially costly project, you are advised to turn them down. Keep your money in your pockets for now. Libra, Venus in your sign links with action planet Mars today, so you are strongly advised to let others know what it is you desire. This is one of the best times of the year for friendships and affairs of the heart, so be honest about your feelings. Scorpio, you may not care very much for what a friend or loved one is doing, but you must support them anyway, if only with encouraging words. Everyone is different, and everyone has their own path through life. So, cheer them on if you can. Sagittarius, your confidence has rarely been higher than it is now, and today's Venus-Mars link will boost it some more with good news concerning a relationship. 
Don't think that's the end of the matter, though, as there are a few more surprises to come. And Capricorn, you are full of ideas for the future and determined to reach the top, and the planets indicate that if you apply yourself each and every day, it won't be long before good things start coming your way. Don't forget your friends, though. Help them succeed, too. These are your horoscopes for August 8th. If you're born today, August 8th, friendships are well start on your birthday, but you need to be choosy about who you spend time with. Have fun, by all means, but make sure you get as much out of a relationship as you put in. And don't let anyone feed off of you emotionally or financially. You are always looking for meaning in your life and in things and circumstances around you. You could frequently find yourself assessing what things may be worth, and your instincts are excellent for figuring out what is worth a further look. You dislike routine and love to keep yourself active, yet you crave stability and security, a long-term stable job that also allows you to mix things up would be ideal. Your insatiable curiosity makes you extremely interesting to know as your ideas are always intriguing. You make a wonderful friend and companion, even so there can be times when you are overly practical and logical when a softer touch is more appropriate. In love, you tend to go the distance, but you do need to feel that you're growing and improving through a relationship. You are ambitious, and while very loving, you can be quite stern when irritated. Famous people born today include Dustin Hoffman, Keith Carradine, Connie Stevens, Donald P. Belisario, Megan Good, Sarah Teasdale. Happy birthday, Leo. Today in Rock, August 8th, 1960, Johnny Kidd and the Pirates topped the UK chart with Shaken All Over. The same year, 16-year-old Brian Hyland's novelty tune, Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny, Yellow Polka Dot Bikini, topped the Billboard Hot 100 and the Cashbox bestsellers list. And England's Decca Records scrapped 25,000 copies of Ray Peterson's Tell Laura I Love Her because they felt the song, which recounts the last thoughts of a teenager dying from a car accident, was too tasteless and vulgar. A rival record company felt differently and recorded a cover version by a singer named Ricky Valance, which went to number one on the British chart. In the U.S., Peterson's version reached number seven on the Billboard pop chart. 1961, Britain's Lonnie Donegan has his biggest hit in the U.S. when the novelty tune Does Your Chewing Gum Lose Its Flavor on the Bedpost Overnight reached number five. 1964, a single by the Young World Singers called Ringo for President was released in the United States. Ringo Starr commented, I don't believe I will have the time. And the House of the Rising Sun by the Animals is released in America. Although the band would put 14 songs in the top 40, this will be their only U.S. number one. It was reported the song was recorded in just one take, and the band was actually in the studio for less than 10 minutes. 1966, 
In response to John Lennon's remark about the Beatles being bigger than Jesus Christ, the South African Broadcasting Corporation banned all Beatles records. In 1969, while a policeman held up traffic, the famous cover photo for the Beatles' Abbey Road album is taken, showing the Fab Four striding across a zebra crossing outside Abbey Road Studios in London. Six shots were captured by photographer Ian McMillan, and the session was completed in less than 10 minutes. 1970, Canadian immigration officials turned back thousands of American fans on their way to Strawberry Fields Rock Festival in Mosport, Ontario, on the grounds that they failed to produce adequate monies to support themselves. However, 8,000 Americans did make it there. In that same year, Janis Joplin bought a headstone at the Mount Lawn Cemetery in Philadelphia for the grave of her greatest influence, Bessie Smith. Smith had died in 1937 after being refused admission to a whites-only hospital. In 1971, Gilbert O'Sullivan performed his third UK hit, We Will, on the British variety show, It's Lulu. 1974, Eric Clapton received a gold record for his chart-topping album, 461 Ocean Boulevard, that contains his number one hit, I Shot the Sheriff. In 1975, Cannonball Adderley, sorry, whose version of Mercy, Mercy, Mercy went to number 11 in the U.S. 1967, died following a stroke. He was 46. 1981, Joey Scarberry, led the Cashbox bestsellers chart with theme from The Greatest American Hero. 1986, David Crosby of Crosby, Stills, and Nash, as well as The Birds, is released from prison after serving three years for drug and weapons possession. His conviction would be overturned by a Texas appeals court in November 1987. 2005, Janet Jackson appeared on the cover of Vibe magazine, Wearing nothing but a skimpy bikini bottom and a necklace made of large shells, the 40-year-old singer had recently lost about 60 pounds. In 2007, the U.S. National Musical Publishers Association joined Viacom, Nickelodeon, Paramount Pictures, and Comedy Central in seeking to sue YouTube, claiming that songwriters were not being properly compensated for performances that appeared on the site. In 2010, Ted Kowalski, a member of the Canadian Quartet The Diamonds, died of heart disease at the age of 79. That group had a string of hits including Little Darlin', Silhouettes, and The Stroll. 2012, Elton John launched a lawsuit against UK newspaper The Times for allegedly defaming him by implicating him in a tax avoidance scheme. That same year, the members of Motley Crue and KISS announced that they would donate $100,000 to support those affected by the Aurora, Colorado movie theater shootings, where 12 people were killed and 58 were injured. 2016, Judge R. Gary Klausner denied Led Zeppelin's efforts to recoup roughly $800,000 in legal fees incurred during the recent trial they had to determine whether the band plagiarized a stairway to heaven chord progression. The judge ruled the plaintiffs didn't have nefarious motives and therefore shouldn't be on the hook 
for Zeppelin's legal fees. And in 2017, country pop superstar Glenn Campbell passed away at the age of 81. And during his career, he enjoyed 21 Billboard Top 40 hits, 75 more on the country chart, hosted his own TV show, appeared in several movies, and was presented with a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. And this was your day in rock. What do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? A stick. So something interesting on boston.com, the original Aerosmith tour van was found in Western Massachusetts. Huh. Who knew? So, a piece of rock and roll history involving Boston band Aerosmith has been found on the other side of Massachusetts. In a recently aired episode of the hit history channel show, American Pickers, hosts and antique scavengers Mike Wolf and Frank Fritz tracked down the band's original tour van in Chesterfield that the group used to schlep to gigs around New England in the early 1970s. Not much was initially known about the rusted 1964 International Harvester Metro van buried in the woods, said the property's owner, identified only as Phil, who told Wolf and Fritz the vehicle was there when he bought the land. The previous property owner had a connection to the band, he said, but it was unclear if the van had ever been used by the group. Finding out would require a first-hand witness, Ray Tabano, a founding Aerosmith member and guitarist. In the episode, which aired July 30th, Wolf reached out to friend Dan Auerbach of the Black Keys, who in turn sent along photos of the van to Aerosmith guitarist Joe Perry. Tabano in Stockbridge, when the Pickers were inspecting the van, said he made his way over after getting a call from Perry and confirmed the van's authenticity. I'm afraid to say how long it is, but it's been like 40 years since we've been in this thing, Tabano told Phil, Wolf, and Fritz, and even showed them a photo of himself in the vehicle taken back in its heyday. Tabano, who was in the band from 1970 to 72 before working for the group later on, said the band was like a rolling hotel in the future Rock and Roll Hall of Famers early days. We drive from Boston up to New Hampshire for $125, he said, referring to the pay for the band's gigs at the time. Then after the gas, tolls, food, and back, we'd all make like three bucks a piece. The van sold for considerably more than that, however, with Wolf and Fritz picking it up from Phil for $25,000, according to the episode, which also flashed a glimpse of the now-iconic photo of a young Charlie Baker rocking out at an Aerosmith show in 1979. It It just reminded me of the humble beginnings, and I look at... Where the band has gone today, and it's just amazing, Tabano said of the van. And you can get a good glimpse, a good picture of this van on, like I said, boston.com. It's pretty rusted. (laughs) But there's kind of a cool detailing on the side. 
It's worth checking out. All right, I hope you have a good Wednesday. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye.